Hello and welcome to the X-Files Revisited. I'm your host, Graham Davidson, and with me as always is Brian Lomax. Join us as we systematically work our way through the full X-Files franchise. In each episode, we will tackle a single episode of the X-Files. So join along, watch with us as we discuss each and every detail on the X-Files Revisited. Hello and welcome back to the one and only X-Files Revisited, where we will be talking about the season finale for season four, episode 24, Gethsemane. Brian, tell us a little bit about the legacy of this one. Uh, yeah, so, you know, mythology, final episode. I, I feel like I say the same thing at the end of every season. It's the, it's the final episode of the season. There's always that thing that, you know, the studio could decide they're not renewing at the last yeah. minute. Uh, so whenever you get a final episode of a season, it could very well be the final episode. Um, now, I know they were, they were already talking about and, and thinking about the movie at this point. They, they knew it was going to happen, they knew it was coming. So there wasn't too much of a scare that we weren't going to be coming back for a, a, another season. But... Yeah. Had we not, well, this would have been made for a very interesting last episode. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so mythology-wise, it's it's quite a, a key episode. Um, deals with a lot of stuff that yeah, you know, it, it gets down to it. Gets down to the, the nitty-gritty of things like Scully's cancer and, and Mulder's beliefs and, and this, that, and the other. So yeah. Um, Let's get into it. I, I, I will say as well, it does owe a debt. And I, I said this way back when, but it does owe a debt, I think, to Darren Morgan and what he did with Jose Chung's From Outer Space, um, which is not the most likely, mm. <laughs> not the most likely X-Files episode that you would pair this one up with, but uh, I'll get into it more uh, like when we get into the episode. But do you care to hazard a guess as to where amongst the 217 episodes this fits in the IMDb ranking? Yeah, now I feel this is a bit of a tough one because I, I have no idea where this is going after this episode. Mm. Uh, and I've got a feeling it's a continuation, so it may put this one higher. But I, I, I'm going to wonder if the fans are a bit perturbed by this episode. So I'm, I'm going to go lowball on this one. Okay. I'll go for 56. 56. And you lowballed a little bit too much, I'm afraid. It's 31. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's, that's quite high, I think. It's... Uh... Yeah, but for a for a finale where they're mm-hmm. normally quite strong, yeah, yeah, I feel as if that's that's low down. So we shall we'll, we'll get into it and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right then. Uh, so opening sequence, we've got Scully IDing a body at Mulder's apartment. Uh, she's it's kind of like a it's a whole sequence that kind of cuts to various things going on um, as Scully gives like a bit of a testimony. She's testifying at a hearing led by none other than Section Chief Blevins. Remember him? Way back from... No, you don't. So this was the dude right in the pilot episode who essentially hired Scully to debunk 
Right. Mulder's work on the X-Files. So when she's talking to the guy in the office and then you've got Cancer Man stood in the background, well, Blevins was, was the guy in the pilot episode that Scully was talking to. I think he did pop up at, at one other point, maybe. I could be wrong on that, but I'm sure he popped up one more time. But, I, yeah, could be wrong. But certainly he's back here anyway. You have to be a die-hard fan to know that one. <laughs> it's, it's not exactly been a prominent figure since his uh, debut. So, yeah. Um, so she says that Mulder's work was illegitimate and he became victim to the biggest of lies. Um, da, da, da. Who's in Mulder's yep. apartment? Who's in Mulder's apartment? <laughs> yeah, well, Brian, I've spent countless... Uh, years and time wasted in front of the TV and mm. <laughs> it's not Mulder I know that <laughs> immediately from the start it's apparent to me I don't even need to see the body it's mm -hmm. not Mulder let's just mm. move on by that Scully's mm. giving this big uh, scathing report on Mulder it's all a sham she's up to something uh, coming from there's like a big cover's going to be pulled away at the end of this and reveal Mulder there with an alien in his arm or something. It's, <laughs> it's a big setup. It's leading us left when we should be going right here. Mm. Yeah, not buying it. Not buying a single thing here. I, I think a little bit of temperance is in order because I, I think it does sit somewhere in the middle of that. I think um, mm. maybe a little more to one side than the other but th there is certain things in here that are but it's, quite... it's not it's, it's not the tv show it's the perception of the viewer because i've watched yeah. so many shows because yeah, he's the yeah, main yeah. character yeah because yeah. i spent four seasons <clears throat> with scully like yeah. i don't i don't see her doing any of this so i'm just no. i'm projecting onto it <laughs> <laughs> so we go from there to a bunch of scientists landing in the yukon to take a look at an alien frozen in the ice yeah um so we get some nice kind of big budget helicopter shots that make it yep. look quite movie-esque um yeah. so yeah uh scully uh, at the hearing says that Mulder had been contacted by a scientist who claimed to have found proof of an extraterrestrial biological entity she believes it to have been a lie designed to keep them believing in a much larger lie that she is there to expose. Which brings me to Darren Morgan's Jose Chung from Outer Space. Um, so you'll remember in that episode, which I believe was yeah. your favourite of the season, of yeah. season three, um, what we have is alien um well government agents dressed as aliens performing an alien abduction um who then get abducted by aliens yeah and we never quite know if the aliens who abduct the aliens are just the next level of that kind of construction to keep people believing so that was played for laughs mm -hmm. chris carter says actually Hmm. Onto something there. <laughs> We're going to run with that because <laughs> that's what this is essentially. So, um, basically, what this episode is asking us to buy into 
The central conceit is that everything Mulder believes in is a lie orchestrated by the government to misdirect us from the truth, which is basically the government owns us, government is controlling us, wants to do whatever they want to do with us. Um, and if they can get us to believe in outer space, aliens, whatever, then that, that only helps to divert our our attention away from what they're really up to. So they use people like Mulder, who are quite high profile, um, who have a belief, and they concoct what we can only gather to be numerous, like, basically everything in the X-Files that we see that has been alien, mm -hmm. like alien greys and UFOs, flying saucers, all that kind of stuff, this episode is asking, to, asking us to believe that it's all fake and it's all done by the government. Um, yeah. Now, wh whether you want to get into your tombses and your Donny Fasters and all that, I, I, I don't think it's asking us to buy that all that stuff is fake. Yeah. I think it's it accepts that. Okay, you're free to run with that as genu ge genuine supernatural stuff. But anything alien-related, UFO-related... It's all a scam. It's all a fix by the government, and they've used Mulder to perpetuate that lie. Um, so that is the central conceit of the episode. Question is, how well did they pull it off? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I suppose we'll get to that. I, I do like quite a few aspects of this episode uh, yeah. a, a lot. But I, I feel I, 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 I'm distracted by the ending. Right. Like, you know, the, like I want to get there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so. So she's yeah. So she talked about the scientists who, who found this yeah. supposed body. Uh, Scully's mum's house for the birthday party. So yeah, yeah. Bill. Bill shows up. Scully's brother. Uh, as does Father McHugh, much to uh, Scully's consternation. Um, yeah. So I think in official continuity, this is the first time we've seen Bill. Mm -hmm. I believe so. Right, yeah. Because I know he was in a scene from Memento Mori that got cut, which you can watch on the special features uh, of, of, of the box set. So he did appear earlier on in the season... But obviously, we we don't count that scene because it was effectively wiped. So th this is essentially our introduction to Bill Mulder. Um, yes. So, Scully, Scully, yeah. Like, first of all, what's your first impressions of Bill, and uh, what? How do you feel about Scully being sideswiped with with regards to Father McHugh? <laughs> Like, like he he comes in like the all American quarterback kind of thing. Like he just kind of like rams into the the party. He kind of takes over. Like um, he feels like almost the antithesis of Scully. You mm -hmm. know where she's kind of more reserved. She's more thought out. He seems more brash and straight in there. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't like him. <laughs> <For that. laughs> And it's it's funny because that tends to be the uh, <laughs> that tends to be the go to reaction to Bill Mulder, um, <laughs> and then we get the uh, inclusion Scully, of the, the uh, priest who 
feel that feels like a trap. Mm. Like you know, like the, the mothers invited him over to like get her sat down and, yeah. and get her talking stuff like that. And I think yeah. Scully's no idea. She knows exactly what it is. And yeah, if she felt ready to have that conversation, she would be having it. And now she feels mm. kind of pushed into it and out of her comfort zone, mm. almost in the, the the defensive. Yeah, and she's a it little does, short with him. Yeah, she is. Uh, but it does set up the main theme of this episode, I think, which is which is essentially faith. Um, whether that's a religious faith you know faith in God or whether it's another kind of belief system that you have if you look at Mulder and Scully in this episode they're both dealing with issues of faith Um, so yeah I'll get into that a bit further as a bit bit more as we as we go on Uh, and yeah I I called I called Bill Scully Bill Mulder so I, I know somebody's gonna point that one out so (laughs) don't worry i noticed it was a mistake get over it (laughs) um so father McHugh tries to talk scully into coming back to her faith she says it's not necessary um okay so bill tells scully that she has a phone call it's Mulder. uh says a doctor arlinsky has something to show them uh, Bill does not look happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't care, do we? No, 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 no. no. You, you, you get the sense of... Like, I I will... For, for the sake of trying to be um, objective, looking at it from Bill Scully's yeah. point of view... He doesn't really know this guy Mulder. All he knows about him is is what what has been told, which is and and what he can see. Mm-hmm. And and I think we we we've probably all done this where there's there's someone we know and love, um, and trusts a lot of themselves to another person that we don't really know a lot about, but what we do know doesn't particularly make us warm to them, um, and. and Yes, I kind of think Bill is a bit douchey here, but I do also, I can relate to that. His sister yeah. is is dying. His sister's got mm-hmm. cancer, and she can see that this guy, her partner, is calling her up to come traipsing off with her on another adventure when in actual fact she should probably be in a hospital getting medical attention. That's That's the way he views it. So I can understand his douchery towards Mulder and the only reason that he becomes a douche is because we know Mulder we love Mulder we're with Scully on that so yeah. it, it instantly makes us think ah this guy is... but uh yeah, yeah. But you get that little um, moment of duality when she picks up the phone where she can't really be bothered with Mulder at this point as well like mm. his, his new adventure there's this guy what is it ah, you need to come and see it like that mm. kind of like surprise and then yeah. looking at the party and going uh, almost weighing it up is to go but it's the lesser of these two evil <laughs> I'll be there <laughs> you know, like. yeah 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 so reluctantly yeah. okay so we go to the Smithsonian and Mulder tells Scully that Arlinsky was implicated in a photo uh, doctoring scam a few years back but still professes his innocence 
Um, so we cut to a photo of an alien in the ice. Mulder tries to be skeptical, but Alinsky says he has ice core samples that cannot be faked. He wants Mulder to help him get the body out so he can authenticate it before people in the government take over. So, yeah, I, I like here that Mulder is trying to be skeptical uh, and you know he, he he acknowledges the fact that Arlinsky has already been implicated in a in a scam <laughs> yeah but it's, it's that feeling that he's almost saying all the right things mm. but regardless to what this guy shows him he's following him like he, yeah. he's like it has that draw to it he can't yeah. help yeah, yeah. But, but follow I feel, I feel like a lot of it is uh, Mulder's so used to Scully picking stuff apart that he's kind of he's out he's, he's outlying it right from the get go, so mm. that it's like look look just hear me out I already know this guy has been has scammed before or at least been uh, accused of scamming before I, I I get it just but just let's just hear him out kind of thing so yeah. it's like prep for that really but okay. So Scully tells Mulder that she has no opinion. Uh, Mulder gets defensive and asks if someone could prove the existence of God, would that be worth seeking? Her answer, only if it had been disproven. Faith is required. It takes faith to look for proof. So it, that, that's kind of my note there. Um it's this idea that in order to look for proof, you almost have to have faith to begin with. I, I, see, I, I, I like Scully's argument here because I feel mm. like what it's saying is um, if you've got faith, you don't need proof. Mm. And mm. if you have proof, then that's just the fact. It's not faith. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, so like it's so one negates the other. So like, if you have faith, you don't need proof. If you have get the proof, then yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, it's like this idea that look, if if you have to if you have to find the proof for it, then it's not faith. It's yeah. like, um, but I think the I, I think the flip side of that is that if you if you believe something, you, you know, you have faith that that is true. Then, then if you if you if you truly believe that that is the truth, you want everyone else to know that. Um, you know, like if, if if you believe in God, if you believe God is real, and you, if you believe that that, your, that people's salvation is it can only be met through a specific route to God, then you would want people to know that you would you would do your damnedest to try and get people on board so yeah. in order to but try and but at the same time as well it's like um <clears throat> if, if you have belief in a higher power and you have to prove that to other people to believe it then they're not believing it through faith and trust they're just believing it because of what you're showing them do you know what i mean they're not yeah yeah i, I get what you mean it's it's like a a snake eating its own tail, basically. Almost, it's yeah. like, yes, you're going to convince these people that it's real, but they're still not going to have the faith that you had beforehand. Mm, yeah, it's 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 just 
for me, it's the most interesting scene of this episode because it just it sets up this conflict between Mulder and Scully, whereby they are essentially in the same position, just regarding different things. Mm. This is both. This is a matter of faith for both of them. Um, you know, Scully's going through her kind of crisis type thing with regards to. You know, does she need God? Does does she still even believe in God? Um, and then you've got Mulder, who <clears throat> at the minute he he totally believes in what he believes in. There's no real crisis of faith there. He believes it wholeheartedly, and he wants everyone else to believe it, which kind of sets up the ending really for this. Mm. Which is which? You know, where 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 is it, where is this heading for Mulder? Uh, and it is that idea that um, <laughs> it's. I, I act like I, I don't want to spoil something, but we're going to spoil it when we get to it anyway. <laughs> so it, it's just it's that idea that um, if your belief system, if the thing you had faith in, could be proven to be false. Would you cease to have meaning, to have purpose? Yeah. Um, which, yeah, I think it's. I just think it's a very interesting through line for the whole episode, uh, yeah. which is that these two people are defined so much by what it is they believe in and what it is they're searching for. That if you if you found the answer to that and it wasn't the answer you wanted, how would that? turn your world upside down kind of thing um mm. so scully is so we go back to the panel where scully's kind of yeah. telling this 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 story and she tells the panel that she doesn't have long left uh she's literally found out that she's on a lag last legs with regards to the cancer mm. um scientists cut through the ice uh, a man called babcock loads his gun uh, much to the surprise of uh, one of the guys he's talking to uh, one guy finds what looks like holes made by poles in the side of the ice that houses the body um, which is like huh, how did they get there <laughs> um, yeah which, which I didn't quite get because I just thought it was the core samples so the way I understand it is like if this is a fake, mm. which I actually believe it is, uh, you know, on on this particular occasion anyway, mm. then they've had to get that in there somehow. Uh, and how they've gotten in there is as a big ice block, and they've obviously had poles in the ice to carry it. Boom! You dump it down, pull them out slide it into the wall and hey presto there you go but that's kind of evidence of effectively that it's it's been manufactured that it's been carried there kind of like the ark in uh, yeah. raiders of the lost ark and, so yeah. yeah um so scientists examine the core samples uh they find evidence of chimera cells in them yeah uh which again kind of could lean both ways at this point because we know that um 
or we we, we think we know that in previous X Files episodes there have been experiments with you know alien human hybrids that kind of thing, mm-hmm. or 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 it could simply be that this thing was built in a lab for the sake of yeah you know yeah of, of the fakery, uh, mm-hmm. so a team of scientists are executed at the site where Babcock is uh, shock horror. And then uh, Mulder and Arlinsky arrive in helicopter. When they get there, there's no signs of life, and they find the guide that was supposed to meet them dead halfway up the hill. Yeah. So, not looking good for them. Uh, and yet they carry on making their way up there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd be like, mm, yeah, no, I think <laughs> let's let's call let's go call back, back and, up. And yeah, hot drink or something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Scully has a run-in with a man stealing the ice core sample. Uh, she uh, gets knocked down a flight of stairs as a result of it. Mm-hmm. And Mulder, re- Mulder reaches the summit with Arlinsky. They find the alien body gone and all the men dead, except for shock horror Babcock. He tells them he buried the body, presumably before the hitman came for them, which... That is a massive <laughs> weight of ice. <laughs> the hell did yeah. you do that? I'm assuming at this point, like by, by the time they'd... Um, by the time they'd gone to bed that night, I'm assuming they'd got it out of the ice. Yeah, and done it as uh, a team. Yeah, they? yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, but it, but it, it it is a bit like really what's yeah. like just everybody exactly had the paranoia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, but let's just like, you know somebody could be coming to steal this, but let's just go to sleep anyway. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> yeah. So Bill goes to see Scully at the hospital and says she has a responsibility to the people in her life. She should have told him. She says she's being responsible. He asks to who? This Mulder? Where is he through all this? Um, to which, again, trying to be objective whilst also thinking he is a bit of a douche, I can kind of see his point. You know, like if, if I was seeing things from his side, mm-hmm. um, given what she's just said, given everything she's gone through for this partner of hers. I would be stood there thinking, my sister's in the hospital, she's dying, she's not got much time left, where is this dude? He's had a running around on his wild goose chase, she's been knocked down the stairs, where the hell is he? Um, Again, I I can't help but get that douchey feel from him, but being objective, I do have to kind of side with him, really, if, Mm. if I think about it logically. Um, but it does raise that question of responsibility, which we've had previously with Mrs. Scully. Um, so if yeah. you remember back in Memento Mori, she kind of come in and she, she proper freaked out. We had a whole discussion about was she, was she overreacting or what? And I tr- again, trying to be objective in that, I didn't think she was overreacting. Um, and I feel like this is kind of a... Uh, Almost like a, a a rehash of that sequence, but from yeah. From... But it, it almost feels like the like a family want her to just jump into bed and die. 
Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? Like they just mm. like like she's wanting to go on with her life and continue doing something. Yeah. yeah. And they just want her to like almost lie down and give up. Yeah, like, yeah. Which I can understand. It's, it's I, I love it's it's almost like this. they've already accepted she's dead. Yeah. So they yeah. want her to get into bed and die, uh, so that they can they can have the grieving process. Yeah. Um, and it's like, well, okay, it's not about you. It's, it's about Scully, and she's got things she wants to do. So, yeah. I, I do like that he comes in with a fresh set of clothes for her, and mm. and then he starts having a go, and she just continues to get dressed in the clothes that are bloodstained and and, and dishevelled, almost <laughs> as if like just like you know. <laughs> Yeah. Stick your clothes, you know, that kind of <laughs> like attitude. Shove them up your ass. <laughs> so Mulder and Arlinsky get the body back uh, and thaw it. Yeah. So they get they retrieve the body, get it back mm. to uh, wherever it is. <laughs> lab. A lab. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Is that when they bring it back in the truck? Yeah, it's basically a warehouse in it. They it's get a warehouse, to it. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of looks like the same warehouse that was used for Earl and my flask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. So, yeah. So, Scully, with the help of fingerprint analyst, identifies her attacker as Michael Critchgow, a government employee. Um, now, I, I'm torn on this one because mm. I like the fact they've used good old-fashioned detective work and track this guy down yeah. uh, and I'm also upset that they tracked him down so easily like this guy has just fingerprints <laughs> that leads to him like, I just feel as if he's kind of black ops almost he should be like, off the system but, yeah 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 but, yeah, yeah. It's just I, I, I don't think he was really expecting to get caught that's the thing no <laughs> it's just like a pretty easy job. You go in, you grab the core samples, you walk out. It's just that Scully kind of caught him doing it. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we get into an alien autopsy. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, is very reminiscent of the Fox Network alien autopsy that was kind of a big deal back in the early 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but Mulder's like proper like oh, <laughs> kind of looking through the camera he's like oh, come yeah. on it's, it's really gory as well it's quite yeah. uh, I like it yeah bloody yeah. icky it, yeah. it seemed very humanoid the way they were kind of hmm. you know with the chest plate and the organs where they were and things like that it seems yeah very similar hmm. so Scully captures Critchgow who says that if she arrests him, he'll be killed by the same people who gave her her cancer, which is mm. kind of like a bit of a knockout punch. For yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, go go right for the jugular, why don't you? And it's um, like an open secret amongst all government agents. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody knows. Yeah. So Alinsky says it is alien. He's absolutely convinced, one hundred percent, unequivocally, absolutely, definitely maybe. alien, <laughs> positively maybe. Uh, so, at the hearing, Scully says Mulder was ready to believe, but she says Mulder was being used to perpetuate a lie in order to cover up a greater one. Critchgow detailed it to her. 
Um, which then makes you think, was the fingerprints planted so that she would find him and be told this story? Mm-hmm. And becomes yeah. a case of mm-hmm. what's going on. Literally everything in this could could go either way. Mm. Um, it's it's so well planted in that regard. The seed, the seeds that are laid down, they're all well planted, because every single one of them could be either or. Mm-hmm. They never, they never, and I do think the X Files on the whole has has done a good job of this when it when it comes to the alien conspiracy stuff. Like if you yeah. go back to if you remember the two part and Nisai and seven three one. And we had like Mulder and Scully going off on separate trains of investigation. Oh, yeah. No pun intended there, because that did end up on a train. Um, but basically, you got to the end of that two-parter, and it could very well have been just human beings that had been experimented on, mm-hmm. very much in the way that the Nazis did with people in the Second World War, or or it could be aliens. And it and, yeah. and it re- it really never gave you definitive answers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think the closest we've come to to being undeniably alien is the the oil slick alien. Mm. But even yeah. that, to a degree, could be could be seen as as, as just government experiment. Um, yeah. You know, so, so there's no guarantee that it's alien. Uh, so yeah. Alinsky is killed by the hitman who was working with Babcock. Because, oh, yeah. yeah, didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> ba- Babcock just seems so trustworthy to me. <laughs> yeah. Once, uh, he, once he's finished the next stage of the city lie, I, I guess, mm-hmm, is then to yeah. take everybody out and get rid of the, yeah. the body and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So Critchgow tells Mulder everything he doesn't want to hear says the body is already long gone and he was only meant to see it um yeah. which is essentially true it's it's what's happened mm. he's seen the body he's been convinced it's alien and then they've killed everyone involved and and taken the body yeah so it's it's all it's done is just really give Mulder a much stronger fervor for his quest mm. so yeah um, my question, I guess, is that can you buy it? If 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 this is the direction the series goes in, where it's saying that actually it's all a lie perpetuated by the government, could you buy it from here on out? I I don't know. Um, I, I really don't. I mean, there's enough. Again, it comes down to faith of the viewer, almost yeah. like because. There is enough evidence to say yes, enough evidence to say no, enough in the mm. grey, the maybe. Like you, mm. you can't. There's nothing definitive in any yeah. stage. There's all plausible avenues to yeah. travel, and I think with that many plausible avenues, you've got this kind of deniability of of the truth. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. So Mulder finds the body gone. Arlinsky and Babcock dead. Uh, Mulder still refuses to believe Kritschko, but Scully calls him out with his own words because it's easier to believe the lie. You always have to choose. You always need faith no matter what the evidence. Sometimes the evidence is just convenient. Um, 
So that, like that was my takeaway from that. So uh, like M Mulder asks Scully why she's suddenly so eager to believe Critchgow. She says he told her they gave her her cancer to make Mulder believe, which is another like ooh gut punch. Because if that's true, it's like. But yeah, like my biggest takeaway from this, I'll just I'll just read that again because like. Because she does throw his words back in his face about it being easier to believe the lie. He said that when he believed he was on the side of truth. Uh, but now that it looks like his whole worldview is crumbling down, he's still not willing to let go of it. So mm. she says, yeah, because it's easier to believe the lie, which does highlight that key component of faith, which the two of us discussed earlier, which is that sometimes the the evidence is just convenient like no matter what the evidence faith is faith um and and yeah you you can find evidence to back your faith up but ultimately it's not the defining thing for your faith like it it's uh, and to me that's true that's what true faith is about it's about well you have that belief so and it's unshakable. No matter what evidence gets thrown at it or gets taken away, it's a matter of faith. So mm. <laughs> I think it highlights that Mulder's quest is a matter of faith for him um, yeah. to a large degree. So uh, Okay, so we, we get Mulder sitting at home watching a 1972 discussion panel on extraterrestrial life. Tears roll down his cheeks. Scully tells the panel that late last night, Agent Mulder died from an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. To which we go out. Yeah. Now... <laughs> Back in... When did this air? 95? Sex, maybe? Uh, yes, I think. Yes, yes. Like, and if, if, if no one knew that another season was coming, mm. what a bleak ending. Oh, like, <laughs> Scully has cancer and will die, and Mulder just shot himself in the head because everything yeah. was a lie. Yeah. love it <laughs> i i love do it. yeah i do um so i i mentioned i don't know if i mentioned this at the end of the last episode or whether i just mentioned it to you in private mm. um but w when i look at this in the context of what if this had been the last episode now as much as I don't want to see my heroes in this position, I don't want to see Mulder taking his own life. I don't want to see Scully dying of cancer. Um, what a ballsy ending that would have been. Yeah. Like, there's, th there is finality there. There is... Um, there is a... Like, it, it wraps everything up. Yeah. You know, if if you if you didn't continue the series from here, this is the end. It wraps everything up. Basically, everything Mulder believes in with regards to aliens, UFOs, is a lie, orchestrated by the government to distract the populace from what they're really up to, and what they're really up to is experiments on humans, and all kinds of stuff where they can just literally give someone cancer, a la Scully, um, 
and, and so that's, that's a whole thesis really for, for, for governments in the world and how they treat the people. Um, yeah. And it, it's a really bleak statement. It's a really bleak ending. But it, I can't deny that as an ending, it flipping works. Oh, it's, it's awesome. Like, it was one of those endings where it finished up and I just kind of sat with the, 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 the screen black thinking mm -hmm. about it. For a few minutes, and I was like, "This, this is fitting. This mm. works. I mean, it's it's the darkest of dark endings. Mm. <laughs> Man, it works incredibly well. Now, I I don't for a minute think that Chris Carter ever thought there wouldn't be a season five and there wouldn't mm. be a wrap up to this. Yeah, yeah. But even even with that knowledge, still to go as bleak and as dark mm. a, a season finale. Like I, I wish I could remember what the chatter was back when that happened." Because I think mm. a lot of people would have been outraged, yeah, properly outraged with, with this. Yeah, it's just. But, but my sensibilities, wow! It it just hits. Yeah, it's yeah. like I mean, even back then when I like, I mean, I think when I watched this, I watched it first on the video where it was all edited together as one movie. So. I got right. my answer. I got my answer pretty much straight away, and <laughs> you know, I, I I used to do a lot of reading up and stuff. I knew I knew Duchovny was coming back for season four, so obviously, you know, some season something five. else is up. But um, for me, the biggest takeaway was this whole idea of everything Mulder believes in being a lie, yeah. and it's like, well, okay, let let's roll with that for a second. If that bit. Of the, if that bit of the episode is true, then what does that do to Mulder's journey? Where's that going to take him? Because because there's still stuff to expose there. If you know mm. if if people are being lied to about aliens and that, in the sense that it is all a lie, then that that is still a truth that needs to be outed. Um, so have you, have you seen, yeah. just while we're at the end of this one, just before we wrap up, have you seen Jacob's Ladder? I have, yeah. Right, and you know the whole conceit of that story? Mm. Like, you, you could conceivably see every season from five onwards as being that. Yes. And I don't, <laughs> want, to, I don't want to see it in case anybody's not seen Jacob's mm -hmm. Ladder, but yeah. like, conceivably, everything mm. from this point onwards could be a Jacob's Ladder scenario. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, mm. it's, it's, it's definitely it's very interesting. And despite... Despite that feeling of of kind of knowing that yeah that's Mulder's not dead, it's still got some pretty big gut punches in there. Like you know from from an emotional emotional standpoint, Mulder being told that actually Scully was given the cancer to make him believe that that that's quite a yeah quite a, a swipe, uh, yeah. quite a, as I say quite a gut punch, but. Yeah. Wrap ups, go on. I'll, I'll let you go. Oh, I, I mean, I think this is I, I, like I like this episode, and I like where it's deconstructing the whole X Files. Almost um, the finale, like I've just said, is phenomenal. To to, to even attempt something like that is just is bold. Um, to see the the battle of faiths and the argument of faith within this one was really quite interesting as well. Like I, I don't have anything to fault this with. At all, I just I just thought it was pretty terrific from the start to the the finish. Even even the balls to just say that 
it was Mulder that was dead at the end of it. Like, like yeah. I said, at the start of this one, I was just like, that's not Mulder. Yeah. It's not. Like, yeah. 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 So, yeah, five out of five for me. Uh, yeah. Pretty great. Great TV. Yeah. Like, by, by, the, by the end of the episode, it does give you every reason to believe that it's Mulder. Um, and, and and it is this. It is it is one of them things where you go away from it thinking, "I'm dying to know what the explanation for this is." Like, I don't believe that's Mulder, but what other possible explanation is there? What what is this? What's going on? Um, so I, I yeah, I need to know. Uh, but um, yeah, five out of five from me. I I think across this season on the whole, the myth mythology episodes haven't actually been that great no. uh i think memento mori was a standout and i think tempest fugit and max were, were pretty great but they they kind of almost felt like a separate entity they, they weren't really mythology stuff like you could take them out and you wouldn't it wouldn't really make much of an impact on the, the whole mythology but um but yeah that you know Heron Volk and, and, and Tunguska, Terma, they, they, they were a bit, oh, okay. Yeah. Th this one to me is like, yes, this, this is why I like the mythology stuff. When it's like this, when it's on farm, it looks like this. Uh, so, yeah, five out of five from me. Yeah, so we've finished season four. Next week, we've got the, the super fun episode, which is our top five, bottom five. I really enjoy these discussions. They're, they're always uh, super fun. Where we're going to look back at season four and we're going to have a little look forward to season five to see what it's going to bring, to see if there even, if there even is a season five, Brian, after this <laughs> finale. <laughs> it should be fun. I, I do personally love these top five, bottom five episodes, so yeah. join us for that. It should be fun. And do leave your comments in the bottom of this video as to... In fact, I'll, I don't think I can put a poll on the X-Files channel, actually. I don't think we have the ability yet, but I'll, I'll try and put a post up uh, just asking people to give us, give us your top fives and your bottom fives, and then we'll read them out in the, uh, in the midpoint of, of next week's episode. So. And, and if we don't get to you in that episode, we'll get to you at some point with your top fives and bottom fives, depending when yeah. you see this. Yeah. So we appreciate it. So thanks for watching or listening, whichever you choose. We appreciate it. And we will see you next time on the X-Files Revisited. You've been listening to the X-Files Revisited. Please join us next time when we dissect another episode of this classic series. If you like what you've been listening to, please don't forget to click subscribe and also leave a rating and a review. It really does help us to get seen. If you'd like to hear or see more from Graham, please visit Man V Film on YouTube. Likewise, if you'd like to hear or see more from Brian, then please head over to Brian Lomax Movie Talk, also on YouTube. All that's left for us to do is to thank you for listening. And until next time, trust no one.